0: Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called The Transformation of Cola. Kiki and Cola made it to their promised land in late August. It was just as beautiful as it had been described. They chose a spot within sight of a beautiful lake that would one day be named West Lake. The land had many small fields and copses of trees. Wild rabbits seemed to be everywhere. There was fruit and berries in abundance. Kiki said, oh, this land is beautiful, and it has good feelings. This will be where we make our home. Uh, They didn't know it, but the land they had settled in would one day be known as Westwood. It would be where Kira, Versa, and Fee would live. But for now, it was an uninhabited country, because this was long before the Sisters of the Golden Circle were alive. Kiki and Kola were very happy there. They immediately began building a cabin together. But, unbeknownst to them, evil forces were closing in. The Discordia had lost the couple's trail for a long time, but now they had picked it up again. They would be to Westwood soon. And an even worse threat was coming from much farther away. In another dimension, a whole other world, a Slurian captain named Ninzik became aware of Kiki's presence. He could sense her from afar because she wasn't underwater anymore. But he couldn't easily get to Magic Woods because you can't just take a spaceship into the dream world. And that's where Magic Woods was in the dream world. The only way the Slurian and his small crew could travel to Magic Woods was by projecting their dreaming selves, their astral bodies. When Ninzik's crew of Slurians arrived in Magic Woods, they were little more than ghosts or whispers, astral bodies unable to affect the physical world. But Ninzick was partially able to take form. He decided he would appear as a friendly gnome named Mr. Bumpkin when dealing with outsiders. He erected a magical archway that looked like it was made of ancient stones. He planned to trick people into passing through the arch at twilight. Those who passed through would turn into building stones. He would then use those stones to build a tower... And once the tower was complete, the whole ghostly crew of Slurians would be able to take physical form. It was a strange way to invade a world, to be sure. And luckily, it was only a small band of Slurians who had projected themselves into Magic Woods. The other Slurians hadn't noticed Kiki yet, or sensed her from afar. Well, Nenzek erected the stone archway in a field not far from Kiki and Kola's new cabin. And the archway looked ancient, but it wasn't. And there he waited for passersby to trick into walking through the arch. And if you're wondering, yes, that was the same archway that the Sisters of the Golden Circle almost walked through more than 2,000 years later. Kiki and Kola had no idea that evil forces were drawing closer. After they had finished building their cabin, Kiki said, We can still go and explore the world, but this pl- this place feels like a good spot to call our forever home. Cola said, yeah, I love it here. I love being here with you. Kiki said, maybe, maybe we can have children someday. Well, Cola was excited at the prospect of having children. Um, but then he got worried about his past again. He said, I'm, I'm a little afraid to have children. He confessed that to Kiki one morning over breakfast. W- what if something about my past comes to haunt them? Oh, my love, if there is something in your past that could hurt them, we'll face it when the time comes." Cola said, okay. But still, he worried. He wanted to be sure. He wanted to figure out who he was and why he couldn't remember his past. He began to worry about it all the time. Autumn came, and Cola was still fretting and worrying. Kiki said, my love, you have to let it go. Just be happy, now, here. I can't, said Cola. I love you too much to lose you. And if we have kids? I-, I-, I just want to make sure they'll be safe. I've got to figure out who I was, who I am. Y- you could come with me. Kiki shook her head sadly. This is a journey you will have to make alone, I feel. But where would you even go to find the answers?" Kola said, Well, there is a a land nearby, the Kingdom of Chalet. They sometimes have palace seers who can tell the future and see into the past. Maybe I could find one. Kiki bowed her head, looking incredibly sad. Kola said, I just want to make sure. I don't want anything bad to happen to us. He kissed Kiki's forehead. He said, I'll be back as soon as I can. I'll be home before the snow flies. And then he left, and Kiki was left all alone at the cabin. A few days after Kola left, Kiki realized she was pregnant. She was going to have a baby early in the summer of next year. She was overjoyed and couldn't wait to tell Kola. But she never got the chance. As Kola walked through the wilds to Chalet and flew through the wilds, he began to ache for Kiki. He missed her so much. He missed her laughter, her warmth, her curious mind. They had not spent much time apart since they had first met, and now that he was away from her, he felt as if there was an invisible string of connection between them that was being pulled too tight. He worried it might snap if they were apart much longer and that he would lose her. More and more, every day, he felt like he needed to go home immediately. And at last he thought, I'm going to let it go. I don't need to learn about my past. I'm going home to share the future with my love. He turned around and started heading home. He flew as fast as he could. Around him, the leaves were turning colors. It was well into October. One late afternoon, when he was only about a day away from home, he came upon an ancient-looking stone archway in a glade on a hilltop. But he knew the archway wasn't ancient because he had been to that glade before, and had never seen this arch. He was curious, so he went to inspect it. Then he heard a voice nearby. He turned and saw a vague, ghostly gnome-like figure standing on the hillside. The ghostly gnome said, "'You are lucky, traveler. "'You have found the Arch of Destiny.' "'Cola said, "'Who are you?' "'Oh,' said the gnome, "'my name was Mr. Bumpkin. "'I was one of an ancient race of people "'who are no longer alive. "'But my ghost still lingers.' "'Cola frowned and said, "'I know this archway wasn't here before.' Mr. Bumpkin said, "'Well, it only appears once in age,' tis said." Cola looked at the arch again, touching the stones. "'What did you call it? The Arch of Destiny?' Mr. Bumpkin had a greedy look in his eyes, but Cola didn't see it because he was examining the archway. "'Oh, yes, the Arch of Destiny will show your future, your past, your whole life journey,' All you have to do is walk through. Cola was tempted, but then he thought, I told myself I would give it up and let it go and not worry about my past, and I'm so close to home, I should just walk away. He looked at the ghostly gnome and said, Well, I don't need to know my destiny. And then he turned to go. Mr. Bumpkin said, Well, that's too bad. This archway only appears once every oh, thousand years or so, and it vanishes when twilight's ended. You came here at just the right time. It's as if the archway appeared just for you. Maybe you have a destiny that needs to be revealed. Yeah, but if you want to let it go, that's up to you. Kola stopped, thinking. Then he started to panic. Twilight was almost over. Already there were stars glimmering overhead. He thought, this archway, the Arch of Destiny, is going to disappear soon, and it's my one chance to find out who I really am. Of course, the slurrian who called himself Mr. Bumpkin was lying. But Cola didn't know that. A voice inside Cola said very clearly, walk away. But Cola wanted to be sure he wouldn't bring harm to Kiki or any children they would have. He needed to know his past. So he stepped through the archway. And immediately was transformed into an ancient-looking building stone. And the figure who called himself Mr. Bumpkin grew a little more corporeal, a little less ghostly. Other ghostly figures appeared around him, and Mr. Bumpkin said, I think the mortals of this world are stupid enough that we will easily be able to trick them into walking through the arch. We'll have our tower soon, and then we'll find the Mosa. There's at least one in this world, and I can tell she is nearby. So that's what happened to Kola. He was turned into a building stone. A silent victim of the Slurian's dark designs. Well that's the end of the transformation of Kola. The next episode is called Lies and Revelations. Goodbye.